He said, to the extent I desire to move through you, you must allow me to cut on you. The Leader's Cut. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to The Leader's Cut. And before we jump into this bad boy, can I just say... You just, you literally just finished firing bullets this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) And literally now we're taping this. We're talking about one of our favorite things to talk about because it involves intimacy with our favorite one. Yep. One of the things that we get asked a lot is about hearing God. We talk about it a lot. A lot. We refer to it all the time. And not in a thus saith the Lord. It's no. just the, the way I, I say all the time. Yep. I was talking with Timmy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, absolutely. I all, we, yeah. we talk the same yeah. way. Yeah. So we, we want to demystify a little right. bit because Jesus even said, he went on record and said, you are my friends if. Right. He's looking for friendship. Yeah, absolutely. In the same way we have friendship. That's good. So we're going to spend some time talking about hearing God's voice mm-hmm. and maybe give some cheat codes from our perspective we totally admit we we have a perspective and there are lots of other people who've written books on this and taught on it we're just going to give you our Our perspective perspective. our journey to try and help you on yours there are people who hear god more clearly than us who can teach on it but it's so there's your context okay that's all the context i want to give for this whole conversation because i don't want either of us to be thinking about what everyone else would be thinking about what we're saying and then it it, it loses all the intimacy yeah for sure and the anointing on it yep. so let's talk about our friendship yep. with the god of the universe more specifically how do we go about as followers of jesus cultivating hearing ears and hearing hearts how yeah. do i hear god so um i'm my, my first answer is always he sounds like what he wrote it's always my first answer he is not going to sound like anything he didn't already write. So here's the analogy I always give. If uh, you and I were pen pals, um, you know, 30 years ago or 40 years ago, uh, and once a month I wrote you a letter saying, hey, Prez, I love you. Um, I'm hanging out um, at my house, about to have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich with some oat milk. and here's how my day's been going, right? And then you write me back next month, same thing. Hey, Prez, just chilling. Just made me my peanut butter and jelly sandwich with my oat milk and blah, 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 right? So we do that for two or three years. And then as chance would have it or fate would, I'm going to be where you are. You're going to be where I am. And you're excited to see me. And so you have... For me, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and some oat milk. If my response to that, after three years of you reading my words, if my response to that is, why would you ever give me a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? I have a peanut allergy. I'm allergic to peanuts, press, I'll die. I don't sound like what I wrote. And so you probably should question if I'm the Tim you've been writing to mm-hmm. and reading about. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So my that's the first thing for me always is he sounds like what he wrote. 
I think so similar story that I use when I talk about or or I'm trying to walk somebody through hearing God's voice. If I knew I was, let's say, a year away from going to be with the Lord, Mm. I had a terminal disease Mm. and I knew the day, the hour, the second I was going to be with the Lord. And let's say this was hundreds of years before the cell phone, the computer, the camera, all of the above. And all we had was parchment and pen. Mm. As a good daddy, what would I do? Because I, I could see ahead. My children who love me so much are going to be without me. And they're going to be mornings. Riley's going to wake up and she's going to want to hear my voice. Mm. But there's no cell phone, mm. no computer, no camera. What would I do? I would sit down and write every day yeah. and write her mm. notes. Mm. So that once I'm gone, Mm -hmm. if there was a morning she wanted to wake up and hear my voice, Mm -hmm. you don't need to audibly hear me speak in a voice memo. That's good. Grab what I wrote you. Yeah, that's good. That's good. And, And here's what I say. To the extent a person, my child, will keep it there. To the extent my child would want to hear my voice, that's the extent to which they will remain in my words. So, of course, we start right here. <laughs> like when people say, I, ha- I just don't hear God speak. Number yeah. one, Jesus already cleared that up and said, my sheep know my voice. My they voice. know my voice. Absolutely. Okay. So you've already heard it. Already if heard you're it. you're a believer in Jesus, you've already, already heard, it. heard it. But if he sounds like what he wrote, if he sounds like what he's already said. Right. Who will he speak more to? Those who treasure and prize his word. That's exactly right. Right. That's exactly right. And so it's just, it, it's not elementary. No. It, it's, no it's just, not. yeah. we got to put in the time. Yep, that's right. A hearing ear is developed. That's exactly right. That's absolutely correct. And there are thousands and thousands of chapters. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. You know, and it's not that our ears are better than anybody uh-huh. else's. No. They're no. not. They've just been attuned longer. And addicted. Yeah. For a long time. Yeah, absolutely. And so. Yeah, I, that's really good. I remember one time when we talk about prizing his word. I remember one time. I was driving down um, Davis Boulevard after preaching at NRH. Mm-hmm. And I just said to the Lord, Lord, every time Robert preaches, it's like he says something I haven't heard a man say before. Mm. You gave it to him. Would you give me that same anointing for revelation? And without missing a beat, he goes, why would I give you a new revelation Ooh. if you've forgotten all of the old? Oh, <laughs> I pull my truck over into that uh, car wash place, into a parking spot, pulled out a paper and pen and said, you will never, (laughs) you will never say that to me again. Yep. And it started that that was for me what started a season of prizing his word. Yeah, for sure. And it's just amazing how much more we hear him speak when we prize what he's already said. Uh Uh-huh. I, I, um, I equate getting a revelation from the Lord to winning the lottery. That's how it feels to me. And it's felt like that for 27 years. I feel like I've been winning the lottery for 27 years. It's not, I don't get a word every day. Right. I don't get a word every month. But when this is all you do, 
treasure seekers find yes treasure. they do they never not find treasure this is what they do so if this is what they do they're going to find it right and he's laid out enough for you to find for the rest of your life it's just about who's going to go on the journey to do it yeah I think everybody, not everybody, many look to hear God through someone else. And can you imagine mm. how many moments mm. he's saying, this is not the Moses model. I, I have bridged that divide. I have torn that veil. And I would like to speak directly with you. Well, you bring up something that might need to be mentioned. And that is how many, I'll just put this in the, in the space for leaders because they're the ones that are the most visible. How many leaders have an infatuation with the Moses model? Mm -hmm. I hear from God. Not you. Me. And if you're not hearing what I'm hearing, you're not hearing from yep. God. And so... To your point, teaching people to hear from God can be a little bit intimidating if you're around a person or people that have convinced you, I hear God for you. Right. You'll never hear God yourself. Well, that's, that's not the way that thing was set up. That's not the way that's been designed. We are all supposed to hear God. For ourselves. No good father says to one of his children, the way I've set our relationship up is you have to go through one of your siblings to get to me. Unless okay. that sibling is named Jesus. Okay, G I mean, I get it, Preston. Yeah, you're right. No good dad. When you talk like this, it just gets on my nerves. I, but here's the problem. You you've been you've been firing bullets all weekend, and I've been being filled up in three services, listening to my twin just fight in this battle for me. So I am just my twinning is on fleek right now. I we there are those times oh where we goodness. finish each other's sins, we yep. preach each other's points. Uh -huh. Like this, I this is that I am one. feeling it. Yep. I am in that bag right now uh -huh. because I am so obsessed with you. And we're talking about our greatest yeah. obsession. Yes, sir. Absolutely correct. Absolutely correct. But Timmy, that's that's not how God talks. No, it's not how he talks. You at have all. to go through someone else mm -hmm. to get to me. Where do if do it's that anybody other than Jesus, right? That person is wrong, sir. That's actually that person correct. is wrong, ma'am. That's right. And I'm exactly not trying to take shots at them. I'm trying to protect the right, sheep right. to say, God did not say that. That's correct. That's not how he said it. Up. Nope. That's not how he He talks. wants intimate fellowship that's right. directly right. with you. Absolutely correct. And that's why he sent Jesus. It yeah. was the only way we could access. Yeah, absolutely. That's why correct. he now says, come boldly. That's right. Come right to me. You don't have to go through somebody else. Come, come right to me. Bro, that is a... I think that's that right there, I think is going to free somebody from feeling like, well, even when we get a word, right? We're, we're, you know, we've talked about submission at length. When we get a word, we submit it to those that are over us. Right. Because we believe they hear from God as well. But you got some people that are hearing from God and they're submitting it to somebody. That is not processing through the flesh. They're processing not through the through, spirit. Yeah, they're, they're processing through the flesh, through the spirit. And I've had people ask me, what do you do in those instances? And I sit back and say, what happened with 
Moses and Pharaoh. Moses had a word for Pharaoh that Pharaoh did not get and would not receive. And so some plagues broke out to get his attention. <laughs> Moses didn't have to go in there and under the uh, cover of nightfall do an extraction for the children of Israel. He just sat back and watched how many plagues Moses wanted to go through. I mean, Pharaoh wanted to go through until, until he finally said, okay, y'all can leave. So it is a, it is a very, um, to tell somebody they can hear God for themselves, from our side is wildly empowering. But for somebody else could be terrifying because it could mean the end of a relationship. For sure. If I've heard something that this person hasn't and they're going to get really strange about it. And we're actually even talking about mentoring in two weeks on that episode. And, and what you're saying reminds me of Eli and Samuel. Great mentors. When we're talking about hearing God's voice, mm -hmm. great mentors point you to God's mouth. Okay. That's dude. what Eli did. Oh, okay, fam. I get it. All right. Just keep going. Bro. I'm just here at this point. That's not what true. great mentors point you towards? to God's mouth. Come on, man. Okay. Yes. Not to this man. No. Eli said, no. Hey. And Eli had his stuff. Yeah. He, he was not perfect. That's exactly right. But he was a great mentor he in was. this manner because he, he said, hey, go back. That's exactly right. That ain't me. The God of the he universe knew is it. trying to talk he to you. He knew it. This in a conversation between us. No, sir. And in fact, if you want to keep going down that path, what does he say later? Samuel gets a word and that's Eli right. says, you better tell yeah, me. You better tell me you, the whole thing. You better not that's hold exactly, it back. That's exactly Even right. it's going, it hurt me. Yeah, that's right. You're going to tell yeah, me what tell he me. You better said tell me. to you. That's exactly Clearly, right. Eli, yep. with, even with his issues, yep, absolutely. he valued he God's voice. He knew better. And he pointed wow. his pupil wow. to God's wow. mouth and said, attune your ear. Yep. The voice you're hearing isn't mine. That's exactly right. You don't need to hear me talk right mm -mm. now. Go right back in. Mm -mm. And this is what you say. That. That's gangster. That right there. No, that's gangster, bro. That's gangster. Nah, I so I'm 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 in a um uh th this is a th this is a um what word do I want to use? Maybe cadence. There's a rhythm that we've had over 20 plus years. In reading the word, not just reading the word, but processing the words we receive. And who you process with is important. You're on it right here. Right? Because you got to be with other people that hear from God as well. God gave you a word for me this morning. And because I know you hear from God, I actually heard God through you. I didn't have to, well, thanks for sharing that, bro. I'm going to pray about it. Da, 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 da. As you were talking, I wasn't even hearing you anymore. I was hearing the Lord. So when you have people that you trust in your life and you trust they hear from God, it makes it easy for God to speak to you, not simply through his word, but also through other people as well. You're totally hitting something. The people I process 
a word from the Lord with. If I choose the wrong group and they don't help me hear God's voice, the way Eli helped Samuel realize that's God you're hearing. If they help me hear more of their heart Mm. than God's, Mm. then the voice I start hearing will sound more like theirs than his. And so the people I process words from the Lord with Mm. are extreme. How many hundreds and hundreds? Hundreds and hundreds of words have we processed together. Mm-hmm. Hundreds. I, I bet, in fact, I bet I've processed more with you by a factor of five to ten than anyone else in my life. And we we process oh, that, words that, with, with other people. Since we met, no. But nobody. there's such a trust factor. Absolutely. And right. I know how you hear. When you walk with somebody long enough, you process God's voice. Yep. You prize God's voice together. You begin to trust how they hear, like you're saying, Point how blank. they hear God's voice. Absolutely correct. And, and so the people that they process those words with are essential in developing a hearing ear. Yep. That's where mentors come in. Yep. Peers and mentors. Yep. But for instance, if one of the things God's asked of me is to die with clean hands and a pure heart many, many years from now, it doesn't make sense to process with someone a word God gives me if purity isn't their conviction. That's absolutely correct. Because what might happen is I might get manipulated by someone who doesn't have the same burden for purity. I'm not better. It's just a burden God's given me. And they could literally redefine what purity is for you. Which is scary. Using God's perceived voice to do it. So Holy cow. the people we process uh-huh, with, okay, uh-huh. important. Mm-hmm. We're talking about, so start in the book. Fastest way Fastest to way. get him to speak more. Yep. Is Read his words. Binge that book. Absolutely correct. If you binge that book. Absolutely correct. You're going to have a plethora of words he gives you. Fascinating. We have to establish mentioned. theologically, we believe he's the God who still speaks. Period. Point blank, period. We don't believe that it's just through scripture. But having said that, we readily admit and declare that what we sense God saying to us today is not on the level with scripture. No. We, we would never elevate it. It's not canonized. It's 100% not canonized. <laughs> but it is intimate. It is intimate. And yeah. it has a bearing on people's lives. And it has a bearing on our movements. It has a bearing on what it is that he's called us to do, where he's called us to go. It has a bearing on the timing that we do something, say something, or act on something. So, yes, it is a man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. E-T-H-I-N-G. That means he's still talking. Jesus said it. Jesus quotes it. If he quotes that, what he's saying is, I'm still talking. Ongoing. It is ongoing. This is an ongoing conversation that never stops. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. It is a proceeding word. And to say that that proceeding word stopped proceeding is to call Jesus, who is the word, a liar. He is not mute. And he also said of the Holy Spirit. He's going to remind you. He's going to remind you. Of everything that I say. Not just say it. We're all talking. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are not mute so yeah 
it is a very, I take this with a, like I'm very passionate about it. 100%. Like for real, for real. Like I just don't, I could not ever imagine thinking that I am groping through the dark, not clear on God's will. Timmy, if the, he ain't talking. If the church is the bride, what kind of marriage would we have if we never spoke? What, what kind of marriage do people have when they don't speak? They're roommates. So you're saying something that's scary, scary to me right now. There's a lot of churches, and Jesus is their roommate. They don't even, he's in, we welcome him here. Don't say nothing. Don't touch my milk. Those are my groceries. We could go down this list right here. I have company. Now is not the time to talk. That's scary. Timmy. I don't want none of that. What concerns me about teaching that he's no longer the God who speaks, but he'll speak when he comes back. It, it concerns me. So, so if, if the Holy Spirit is a mute, Can then it's just to empower me. But how am I going to know what to do with that power if he doesn't talk to me? I'm just going to be firing all over the place oh and just goodness. hoping I get oh, it no, right. No, 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 no. I can't tell you how many times. Well, this is. You know, I didn't know this was a thing I, because because of the way I gave my life to Jesus and how I felt about what I was doing. Let me pull this up. Um, bro. So I didn't know. Thank you, Holy Spirit, was a thing, <laughs> right? I just thought <laughs> it's the way I've always heard and interacted with Him because the, the Holy Spirit came to me in January fourteenth of ninety six on the back row. Of a banquet room in a bowling alley. Let me introduce myself. Right? So that's the only thing I knew about the Holy Spirit. And so I heard him talking. He's the one that told me I was a sinner. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and then and then I'm like, well, I got to get my porn stash out of the, in between my mattress. And I was having sex with two girls that were best friends. And I'm like, so I need to go break off these relationships. And the Holy Spirit said, you won't be able, you won't have any power to do any of that unless you walk out of here with me. <laughs> this is how he introduced himself and starts talking mm -hmm. to me. So I've been talking to him since he started talking to me. You start talking to me first. It would be rude for me not to talk back. I don't want to be the rich wrong ruler. Start a conversation and don't end it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, hey, dude, like, so the more, so, and he kept talking and I kept listening and so, and I talked back. So I'm like, so the thank you, Holy Spirit, he literally said something that I didn't hear before. So I acknowledge that he's right, the one that said right, it. I, right. I'm not trying to like make it seem no, like this part's going to be better than everything else. It's just he it's just not dropped even about the here. No, it's an it's audible. That you heard. It's an audible. It's Omaha. <laughs> like I was about to run a three yard slant, and now he's telling me to run a real route. It's all whatever, right? So I'm like, dude, thank you, Holy Spirit. And then people were like, oh my God, the fact that you acknowledge the Holy Spirit. I'm like, I'm not trying to start a thing. He just spoke to me. And it was very practical. It's not about to add another verse to, right. to scripture. Come on. 
But this insight, this nuance, this revelation, this person, this situation, I can't take no credit for that. Yeah. And anybody that would dare try, that's a little bit scary that you would want to act like that was you. I don't want none of that smoke. I want zero. <laughs> I don't want none of that smoke. I would rather be misunderstood. Facts. And him be glorified. Facts. Than be understood and me act like it was all me. Yep. Yeah. I, I don't want anything to do with taking glory or credit. He shares his glory with no man. Yeah, none. And, and I've known that about you. You've done it for years and years and years. But it's it, a, something the pure-hearted little boy does yeah. is being viewed through the yeah. lens yeah. of manipulative men. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I've literally had, I've literally wound up on like, you know, some websites is like this guy actually thinks he's hearing from the Lord real time. <laughs> Did not Peter hear from the Lord real time when it was time to go talk to Cornelius? Like, what do you, what are we talking about? Didn't Cornelius hear from the Lord real time as a God fearer to go invite Peter to it? What are you, you don't want us to hear from God? How are you going to get through Bro, life? What are we going to do? How do you know when to go get a building? <laughs> How do you know when to walk I away from a deal? I would go crazy. I would go crazy. Bro. Somebody asked me, uh, we, wanna, we want you to, we want to collaborate with you and develop an app. And basically, you can be the star of the app. It sounded great. I went back in the Holy Spirit. I was like, mm -mm, don't do that. That was the end of it. I'm not a businessman. I don't have an MBA. Yeah. I'm not that smart. Neither can you see the end from the beginning. Proverbs 16, 9. We make our own plans, but the Lord determines, determines our steps. My steps. You go, he's determining everything without talking? He just shifting and nudging and closing doors and that's a little passive aggressive. <laughs> Again, going back to your analogy, if we're in the same house, you're just leaving notes for me? Right. You, we're not going to have a conversation. If I don't, if we don't have a conversation, I won't even have context to your note. I'm going to wait for you to write another note. That's a boring life, fam. I'm, you know what I mean? If you're there and that's what you feel, that's cool. But there's so much more. There is so much so more. Much you are more. robbing yourself. So much more. Why would you rob yourself like that? That's scary. I don't, that's scary. So you brought up, because I can imagine a couple of people, if, when we go to extremes, it's never good. You know what I'm saying? Either way. And so in yeah. this conversation, one of the extremes people go to is, well, you just make it sound like the Holy Spirit just cosigns everything you want to say. And here's, here's what I would say. You brought it up just now. Yeah. One of the ways we know it's the Holy Spirit, because you just brought it up. You were thinking, oh, this app sounds like a good, good idea. And you get back and pray about it, and the Holy Spirit goes, no, no, no. <laughs> the number of times... The spirit of God yep. has said no. Oh, or don't do that. Right. Or you're wrong. That's that exactly was right. wrong. That's exactly right. Any variation of those that's things. Exactly right. That's one of the ways I actually take peace. That's exactly right. And the fact that the voice I'm hearing yep. is not my own. Because people will say, I just, I can't tell what's mine. I can't tell what's his. And here's one of the questions I ask. How often do you hear him say no? How often do you hear him say don't? 
How often do you hear him say, you shouldn't have? This is part of the way we cultivate a hearing ear yeah. and hearing hearts. That's I give you room to bust chuck me, to body check me. Tell me, I want to know when I'm off. Holy Spirit, convict me real time. And Timmy, he's either going to convict by spanking or he's going to convict with those words. And sometimes it's both. But listen, what good daddy spanks without talking before and after? Oh, Nathan and Noah have not ever received a spanking from me without a before and after. To the point that the before is so understood, they agree mm. with the spanking. And then thanked me afterwards. So you bring up a very, very good point. I think some people, um, I didn't know how many uh, undeputized Bible police were out there <laughs> until I started the basement. Can I just say that? <laughs> um, there's a lot of sheriffs out here that are kind of projecting their fears right. onto things that we might say. And it's like, if we say, hey, we want to talk about hearing God, it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Right. Don't go too far for the you're right. projecting, you're you're projecting the extreme. Right. You're you're assuming that we're swinging the pendulum into weird and crazy. Right. You shut off 99% of the beauty for right. 1% of the excess. Okay. That is worse than throwing the baby out with the bathwater because we're talking about the spirit of the living God, oh, not just some baby. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. So I, I, I don't want to get caught in the trap of being hesitant to speak because it might be taken as an extreme. There is beauty in hearing from God. Absolutely. There is comfort in hearing from God. There is peace in hearing from God. Again, he ain't telling me, buy these Nikes. Don't, you know what I mean? Turn left. I'll always go right, but the Lord's now telling me to go left. <laughs> Drive up into the Krispy Kreme on Tuesday. Like, he ain't talking every day. That's the extreme where God's talking all the time. Yeah. I get very leery of somebody that has a prophetic word every day. It took 4,000 years for the first messianic prophecy given with promise to even unfold. You actually need another one? Yeah. What? One could take 4,000 years to unfold. And you telling me, he, telling, he talking to you every, you got 88 prophecies. Are you going, you ain't going to live enough lifetimes for all of those to come to pass. So maybe that wasn't God for all of those. But time will tell. You know what I mean? But at, and at the same time, he did tell me to step down from being a pastor. Mm -hmm. He told it to me through a word from somebody right. I trusted. I could find a word to stand on. And then in the multitude of counselors, I got what I refer to as divine echoes. People that I spoke to individually that I trust 
all said the same thing Love it. without conferring at the same divine time. echoes. It's divine echoes, man. So that's what I'm listening for. It doesn't always come directly to me. Some like the word that you have for me today, I needed to hear that because of what I was wrestling with. But you have a perspective of me and we have relational equity that you were able to even submit that word to me in a way that was very easy for me to receive. So I am, I just don't want anybody to ever swing to the extreme where you are living in silence in your dad's house. Yeah. That's torture. You might as well be in hell. Isn't that separation from the father is to never hear his voice again? So, yeah. Well, when you, and again, I know we're talking about mentoring in a couple of weeks, but when, when, if I have somebody in my life and every single time I see them, they have a word from the Lord for me. Uh, That's, I, I, I think back to Matthew 6, and I know it was Jesus teaching on prayer, but he said, listen, don't be like that and do the same thing over and over and over and over again. The Father is the God of variety. That's part of what Jesus was teaching us. Find a new way to say the same old thing, but don't do the same thing over and over again. Actually, it's a little bit of a, at least a yellow flag if, if someone feels like they have to give me a word Every, Every single, single time, time they see bro, me. That's scary. That's no. Again, that's not like Eli with Samuel. Yeah. That's hey, I'm hearing for you. Yeah, exactly. And, exactly. and so I think we have to be really, really careful. Uh, but we're bringing up prophecy. Yep. So yep. Um, something that I, I love, I'm passionate about. I love when God speaks to people. Me too. And it doesn't have to be some mind-blowing it's exhortation yeah strengthening encouragement that's exactly I mean, right this that's what it is this is what this it is, is this our is what good is. god this is speaking is. good things that's who he is and we totally we we know the scriptures that say now as it relates to this book anyone who adds to or takes from this book but we're not talking about adding to god's Correct. word no we're not we're talking about being a part of god's ongoing conversation proceedeth hundred percent proceedeth prophecy is one of the ways i feel like the lord helped me hone the hearing ear so it wasn't just that he was speaking it's that he wanted to slide a little post-it note to someone else through me that's how i see yep. prophecy yeah god's speaking I, I, all, i'm just a messenger yep that's good like are we impressed with someone who says hey somebody gave me this note for you here you go. Just take it. Mm -hmm. No, we're not mm -hmm. impressed. Mm -hmm. It's the one who wrote the note exactly right. that we're impressed with. That's exactly okay, right. So one of the ways I think that people can hone that hearing ear is to press in on behalf of others. Not to where you have a word for them every time. Right. But it's as simple as this. You go into the grocery store. Holy Spirit, is there anyone in this grocery store? that you would like to deliver a love note to through me. Aisle four. Mm -hmm. Buying Cheez-Its right now. Mm-hmm. And you hit aisle four and then guess what? They buying Cheez-Its. You don't have to ask, Lord, is that the one? They buying Cheez-Its, fam. It don't get more specific than that. 
learning to follow the prompting. That's right. Those little promptings right. of the Holy Spirit. That's right. And and I we both know that right now someone's like, well, the Holy Spirit doesn't talk to me like that. Yep. Here's what I would say. He wants to. He wants to. He wants to. But That's if good. we don't follow That's good. the intimate promptings of the Holy Spirit, we're not going to hear the intimate speech of the Holy Spirit. Of the Holy Spirit. That's right. To give to others. And That's so good. I think That's it's a very great. That's and very think good. about it like this. Going back to a daddy, a great daddy. What is one of daddy's favorite things for his children to be loved on? Right. And if I say, daddy, is there anyone you would like to love on through me? Would you make it clear to me right now? I'm about to walk into a room with 20 people. I'll stay after the meeting if I must. Is there anybody in this room you would like to love on through me? Well, Timmy, of course he's going to talk more to someone who is always trying to be open to him speaking. It's not that they're better than. It's just that they don't ever turn off that voice. Here I am, Lord, send me. Is an invitation for an assignment and instructions. And prayers, you saying that reminds me why upset the world is mm. my life. Because I wake up in the morning thinking, who would you like me to upset today? And I'm just looking for an opportunity. I'm waiting for mm. to the point that I'm like, is that you or me? Because you know I'll drop a grand mm -hmm. on the right now. Mm -hmm. You know <laughs> I keep money just to give away. So please tell me if this is me or you. And he'll be like, calm down sometime. That's how, because I was ready to give it. And he'll be like, yeah. hey, bro, calm down. Mm -hmm. Okay. And other times he's like, let's go. Here's how much I want you to give this person. And who they become and how they light up. And I, I was, I was uh, with um, Michael Exum's wife, uh, Valerie. Another great mentor. She's amazing. Michael is, that's my dude. Um, but he's in heaven now. Mm -hmm. And so I was with his wife. His wife's a notary. I needed to... Uh, have some documents shipped. And so I needed, it was a beautiful time to catch up with her, right? So we wind up talking for like two and a half hours. We're at this restaurant. Uh, our waitress comes by a couple of times. And the, the two times she comes by, the Holy Spirit says to me, tell her she has a beautiful face. And I'm like, that's weird. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, tell her she has a beautiful so I tell Val, I feel like God gave me a word for this girl, but I want to be accountable before I give it because I'm not hitting on this girl. This girl's a really young girl. And she's like, do it. So she comes back. I said, hey. I want to encourage you. I didn't say, hey, I feel like the Lord gave me a word for right. you. We're in a right. restaurant, right. fam. I don't know what she knows, right? 
I said, hey, I want to encourage you, but I don't want it to come across weird. Because I don't mean nothing by it. But I do want to tell you something. She was like, okay, that's fine. I said, you have a beautiful face. You just have a bright countenance. You have such a beautiful face. I can't even describe the smile that came mm-hmm. across this girl's face. And she was like, thank you so much. That is so, like, you have no idea. You've made my whole day. I wasn't trying to do that. He was. He just needed me. And who knows if she needed to be affirmed by a man. I don't right. know all that. I don't, I, know I don't need the backstory. I don't need it doesn't the backstory. Even matter. I'm delivering the mail. I just deliver mail. I don't know if this is a bill or I don't know if it's a check for you. I just put it in the mailbox. What you do with that is your mm-hmm. business. Mm-hmm. So the invitation the vo- to volunteer and to say, here I am, Lord, use me, is a guarantee to hear some instructions that he wants to give you. And so whether that's prophecy, whether that's word of knowledge, mm-hmm. when you open yourself up like that, he will say some stuff to you that you've never heard before. I, I, um, uh, I know you're going to be doing presbytery. Uh, pres- you're going to be a presbyter. Um, and uh, a couple of years back, uh, I was at um, oh, the church that Tim came from, my successor. Oh. Uh, Klingenberg. Uh, high. High point. High point. Yes. High point. High Ridge. Yeah, but something. Yeah, yeah. One of them. I think it's High Ridge. I was going to say Ridge, too. Yeah, I think it's High High Ridge. It's, it's, yeah. it's one We're of them. butchering it. Yeah, I'm, this what, I have preacher brain. I yeah. preach three times in 12 hours or something. Anyway. So um, we do uh, we, we do the presbytery. And the Lord, this is the time where we're now doing words in due season. Right? I ain't getting nothing. And then I get, there's somebody in here that has a tattoo of Jeremiah 29, 11. Now, I'm going to just tell you facts. <laughs> this is a predominantly white church. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm stereotyping at this point. Yeah. Who in this room would have a tattoo <laughs> Of Jeremiah 29, 11. This, this gotta be me. It does not leave. I don't have a word for anybody else. The Lord is like sitting there, you know, it's like three of them are roam around, and you know what I mean? And and he looking at me like, I ain't telling you nothing about nobody else until you get this one out. There is a woman in here with a tattoo. No, I he didn't even say woman. There's somebody in here with a tattoo of Jeremiah 29, 11. He wouldn't let me off of dude. So I, I just got up and you know how we do when we're unsure. Disclaimers rise, right? Hey. Right. right. I don't know. Right. Might be crazy. I could have been eating too many tacos before tonight's service, but I feel like there's somebody in here with a tattoo of Jeremiah 29, 11. And this little girl, I'll never forget if I'm looking at the stage, she's to the left four rows from the back. 
she stands up cautiously and then sheepishly raises her hand and goes, I have a tattoo of Jeremiah 2911. She had just got it like five days ago. The Lord had a word for her. Mm-hmm. He said, do you honestly think I want to, I'm going to watch you permanently put something on your skin without permanently putting my words in your heart? Like that's the, yeah. I don't, I never want to take that for granted and I never wanted to stop. But here's what's great about that. It, the word wasn't just good for her. Right. It's good for us. It is, bro. When we deliver the mail. Yes, I Part of exactly the way right. he helps us calibrate a yep. hearing ear and hearing hearts is when we repeat to others what we hear him say, what we sense him saying to them. A, a so similar good. story, just like that. I was in at Brady's church in Colorado Springs doing presbytery. Uh-huh. And I think it was their first one. And so I have two of the most prophetic voices that we have in our circle with Tom and Wayne. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. With me. Okay. Oh, yeah. Robert was supposed to, supposed to be the three of them. Mm-hmm. And Robert got sick. Mm-hmm. And so Brady asked me to jump in instead. So I'm the young one. I'm the, these are the guys who wrote the book on God's Still They Space. literally wrote the okay. book. <laughs> and one of the first candidates was the former senior pastor's sister. And the former senior pastor was famous. Everybody knew yeah, him. So yeah. everybody knew the sister. But yeah. I didn't, I did not know because she had remarried. I didn't know. Wow. This is this is her. Okay. The Holy Spirit gives me a word for her and a picture. And it was a Pez dispenser. And I felt the Holy Spirit say, the first words out of your mouth when you deliver this word are to be, You're a Pez dispenser. Tell you fall asleep every night of your life feeling like a Pez dispenser. I'm like. I am not about to be the silly one in between these two mm. cats. Going back mm-hmm. to the, we talk ourselves yeah, out of it. Absolutely. Yeah. All of that. Mess. I couldn't. Sh- I mean, yeah. one of the ways we know it, it's the Holy Spirit is when that we can't fight that. Can't feeling. shut it down. We can't shake it. Can't shut it we can't down. Sh- he just keeps coming back and he's yep. stronger. Oh, absolutely. Correct. The first words out of your mouth are to be, you're a pest dispenser. And the other two are going first, you know. I wait to go last. And I I give myself as much time to wrestle. That is not you. Yeah, that exactly. is silliness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, it's my turn. I got to get up. I got the mic. And the while I'm walking up, I'm still fighting. So you know, I mean, you've been in this long enough. If you can't shake that, mm-hmm. you got to go with it. We're going to have to say it. You got to go with it. We're going to have to say it. And so I say it. Well, of course, as soon as I say Pez Dispenser, everyone starts erupting in laughter. But she doesn't. And she is locked on me. They're laughing. And it hit her some kind of way. So I deliver the rest of the word I felt. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit give me. So I'm done, you know, in, in presbytery. Then the staff comes and prays. So they pray. We sit, I sit back down. She walks off of the stage and sits in the front row with the other candidates. And I see an older gentleman, probably in his early 70s, walking from the back, huge auditorium. I think he's got like 4,000 seats. Walking all the way across the back 
down the aisle right to where she's sitting. And she's the second from the, the aisle. He gets down on his knee. Now I'm watching this. I don't know what's going down. I'm not sure if it's good. I don't even know. He whispers to her, hands her something, and walks off. After the service, I'm dying to know what just happened. That early 70s sweet man, that morning, felt the Holy Spirit say, stop at Walmart and buy a Pez dispenser. Get out of here. And this early 70s sweet man tried to talk himself out of it. That's not you. That's not how you talk. You don't talk to me about Pez dispensers. <laughs> On the way to church, stop at Walmart and buy a Pez dispenser. You're going to need it later, and I'm going to tell you what to do with it. So he's wrestling with what he's heard because it sounded too silly. I'm wrestling because yep. it sounded too silly. She literally afterwards, we talked and she said, my whole life, I walk into a room and people just, and she does the Pez dispenser. They just come and take and take and take. And I can't remember the last time I walked into a room where people came in to give to me. Oh And when that gentleman brought me a Pez dispenser, it served as a reminder in this new season of my life. God's wanting to give some new things to me. Not so everyone can take them from me, but so that we can enjoy them together. Timmy, now that word hit her some kind of way, but I will tell you. Oh, what did it do for you? That early 70s sweet man. And at the time, early 30s. Yep. Young yep. man. I will never forget that. Because those are the moments when we step out in faith with something we hear him saying. Those are the moments where he, he's whispering to us. That's my voice you're hearing. That's my voice. And when we step out in faith, I just taught on this in last week's episode about confirmation. He, God is not the author of confusion. At all. So, Timmy, the, the way to counteract confusion is with confirmation. That's exactly right. That's right. He's the God who literally will say. Yep. Let me repeat myself. Yes. He'll verily, verily in a minute. Mm-hmm. But part of cultivating hearing ears and hearing hearts is to step out when we hear him say something about someone else. So, so, so I'll give you one more um, that was very, very sweet. And, you know, again, you're stepping out and you have to embrace discomfort to just be out there. So this is another presbytery at North Richland Hills. Tom is, Tom is not one of the presbyters, but he's one of the elders to hear all the words. So we've done all presbytery with the candidates. We've done all words of words in due season. And we're about to wrap up. And I tell Tom, I think I have a word for someone in the room. He's like, oh, absolutely. And I tell him what it is, and then he goes, yeah, you have to deliver that word. So I get up and say, and this is like a morning presbytery, right? So the assumption you would have is that everyone in the room is already a believer in Jesus. And I get the word, 
that someone in here is ready to give their life to Jesus. And if that's you, you need to, I know for presbytery, usually everyone's already a believer in Jesus Christ, but you may not, maybe you came with somebody or maybe you did this or maybe you did that and you need to give your life to Jesus, right? Bro, you ain't ready for this. So I kind of give an altar call. That's the way I think Tom told me to do it. So I kind of give an altar call. Nobody moves. And I'm like, okay, well, that's what I thought I heard. You know what I mean? And so Tom gets the mic back and he goes, hey, if you heard that word, for some reason you didn't want to come up now, but you want to come up afterward, you can do that. I'm like, if they ain't come up now, they probably ain't coming up later. You know what I mean? And I could have just missed it. So seven minutes after the service dismisses, somebody from technical arts who was working a camera. Couldn't leave their camera. Couldn't leave their post. Walks up to me and says, that word was for me. And I gave my life to Jesus. I just couldn't leave the camera to come down when you called, but I want you to know that was for me. So not just the sensitivity that I had to move past my discomfort to give a word that didn't get an immediate reaction, but also Tom Lane sensitivity. Mm -hmm. Right. To say, hey, if you can't come up now, come up afterwards. It'll be okay. He just needs us to... Now, let's also talk about this. What's the worst that happens if I was wrong? Yep. What if I didn't hear God? Mm -hmm. Did anybody die? Did anybody sell their business? <laughs> right? Did, yep. did somebody just take their rent money right. and put it in the offering basket and then got evicted? Edification, exhortation, comfort. Yeah. So. So we're talking about prophecy, which is a supernaturally natural act when someone hears God speak. It's, it's just going to happen that God speaks through them. That's right. If they'll remain open to it. That's right. And so I just want to read something to kind of just to address what if there's someone in the middle of this conversation with us who's of a different theological persuasion that God doesn't speak anymore, but they love Paul. Mm -hmm. They love the apostle Paul. Mm -hmm. I just want to read okay. some of the words given to Paul by their inspiration of the Holy Spirit. He's writing 1 Corinthians 14. He says, I wish you could all speak in tongues. So talking about speaking, mm -hmm. but even more, mm -hmm. I wish you could all prophesy. For prophecy is greater than speaking in tongues unless someone interprets what you're saying to the whole church so that the whole church will be strengthened. If he's not the God who still speaks, mm. why would this apostle responsible for more books in this book be saying, oh, I wish that you would all prophesy? Yeah. What is prophecy at its purest? 
just repeating what we sense the Spirit of God saying. Facts. That's, That's it. Facts. Yeah. And I'm never going to bat a thousand. No. Timmy, if my goal is to look good, I'll Mm-mm. never open my mouth. But if my goal is to be used, yep. then I will always keep my heart open. Holy Spirit, is there anyone you want to say anything to right now? Anyone in this room? That's not just a child of God's who prizes his voice. That's a child who loves the rest of the family. That's exactly right. And if it's not a believer in Jesus, that's a child who wants his family to expand. Listen, you can call it what you want. You don't ever have to call it prophecy. You never have to call it word of knowledge. Call it an encouraging word. How many times at a restaurant with someone serving have we given a prophetic word? And they didn't even know didn't it even was prophetic. It. But Absolutely. they end up in tears. Yes. Hugging. Yes. Or beaming. Yes. We There's a word of knowledge we write on the back of a receipt. And they come back streaming tears. I don't know how you knew that. Right. Blah, 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 blah. But you'll see something on TikTok go viral where somebody gives a word of encouragement. You know, you thought, you know, you've you've held your head. You've held you've held your head down long enough, it's time for you to look up. And they're looking around like, (laughs) an alien just visited them. There's so many opportunities for us to be nice. There's so many opportunities for us to do good. There's so many opportunities for us to literally hear a word from God and turn somebody's life completely and totally upside down. He just needs a volunteer, fam. And sometimes cultivating hearing ears and a hearing heart involves messing up a little bit and then breaking down the game film with the one. Yep. The God who speaks. Yep. Absolutely. It's just a part of learning. It is. Our goal is not to bat a thousand. We're incapable of batting a thousand. I just want to get on base. I just want to get on base. I don't need to hit a home run. I I don't care. I just want a hit. And I, I I do think that there's an accelerated growth curve for those who don't just seek to hear for themselves. So we got to talk to some preachers. Because if you're not hearing God, what are you communicating Mm -hmm. on the weekends? This may step on some toes. And this is, we we must have this conversation. If you're not hearing from God, what are you communicating to that congregation? Well, well, I'm reading the word and, and, and the word is great. And the word I'm reading is the word they need to hear. Is it? God can work through anything. But when you walk in with orders, Mm -hmm. it is different than walking in with notes. You may have jotted some things down, but him giving you a word a burden to communicate is always going to be better. 100%. 
Orders bring with them his oil. Imaginations can only come up with ideas. They don't need a new idea from me. Orders bring oil. Orders from him bring with them his oil. But my imagination mm. will only try and concoct some new idea. Mm. Timmy, sometimes the best thing I can do mm. Mm. is repeat what he said. If I have to choose between one word I repeat that he said and a thousand that I think are cute. I only want to say what he said and then walk off. And, and this is, again, coming back to as a preacher, if my heart is to be heard, don't know how consistently he's going to speak through me. Oh. But if my heart is for them to see Jesus yep. and to hear the Father's voice through his spirit, it's amazing. You don't even have to be. There are people in the lobby sometimes delivering better mail. Then on that pulpit stage, I don't want to be known for being good at this mm -mm. on the earth. I want all of heaven to look in our direction and say, you, you need mail delivery? You, you trying to get a message to that person? Talk to the father. Yep. That one right there. Yep. If he gives it to that one right there. Yep. Timmy will just give it to him. Yep. And walk away. Yep. Needing no credit. Yep. It's just that. I don't want to use the word simple. But I also don't want to make it sound so complicated it's that not, it intimidates it's Timmy. Not, it's not anybody can do this. Hearing you speak anybody is not this. a complicated thing. No, it's not. We're friends. That's exactly We've right. cultivated friendship. That's right. And the more time we spend together, the more of your voice I get. Yep. And vice versa. I know your voice. But we got a long time. It That's doesn't right. just happen. No, it does not. God wants to be friends. Mm -hmm. But he has various levels of friends. Absolutely correct. Not everybody is yeah. running the same way. That's exactly right. Push. He said, I will be found by you. Okay. Well, as someone who never looks for him, ever going to find him, the way someone who is addicted to him not the same way finds him as yeah. they chase after absolutely. him absolutely yeah absolutely what's been one of your favorite words the lord's given you that it just turned you upside down looking in hindsight uh it's january 14th i'm i'm still not over that word mm. i'm really not i'm not over that word um when the holy spirit said you're a sinner i'm not over that word like, until he said it, I couldn't even see it. Obviously, we know it's the Holy Spirit that brings people to Jesus. That statement changed my whole life. I am not the same person I was based off that statement. I don't, say, I don't have the life I would have had had I not had heard that statement. I don't have the wife I have. I don't have the kids I have. I don't have the wealth I have. I don't have the influence. I, I have nothing without that statement. So that word to me, 
every other word is subsequent to, do you know you're disconnected from your dad? We can fix this right now. My life's never been the same. So I don't, there's not, every other word has been dope. Hmm. But ain't none of them better than the one that brought me to Jesus. That first one. That first, ain't nothing getting over that first. Hey, dude, ain't nothing getting over that first one. I don't have a highlight reel that's better than the first. The first word he gave me that got me in the family, so romantic. Dude. The first word he gave me got me in the family. Every other word has just been a sweet word as a part of the family. So how can it trump it, dude? I can't. I can never even talk about it for too long without getting emotional. So nothing beats the first thing he told me, which was, you're disconnected from me. And I love you so much, I want you to know. I could have went a whole lifetime without hearing that. I wouldn't have been better. I would have groveled trying to make something work and scratch out a life. But he loved me enough to invite me into the family. And I'm, I'm not over it. I'll never get over it. I'll never get over it. So the picture of this <laughs> right here, just summing up the whole conversation, the beauty and intimacy yep. of a heart that has heard hundreds and hundreds and thousands of words in intimate conversation with the God of the universe to prize his voice so much. Mm-hmm. That the little boy says, I love all those things that you've said to me. Mm-hmm. But remember that first time you talked to me? Mm-hmm. Timmy, if that's not the heart of someone that the father will go, oh, I'm going to have diarrhea, divine diarrhea of the mouth with you. You're telling me you're still sprung off that first word I gave you. The purity and the power. That's breathtaking. And that's how I want to live. For sure. I want to prize every word. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing. To whom much is given, much is required. Mm -hmm. But when much is given and much is stewarded well, what do we know about our God? Even more is given. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because the truth be told, bro. After that, I didn't need none of this. I didn't need to preach. I didn't need, I don't need to be known by people because I was known by him. So everything else just been a bonus. Nothing's gonna trump that first word, bro. <laughs> Nothing is ever gonna trump that first word. It's not, it doesn't even come close. Like, oh, I'm going to use you to do this or use you to do that. It doesn't even matter. He let me in. So once you hear that, you cannot change my whole life. Change my whole life. So 
And it just doesn't make sense that he would draw you to himself with a word. And then, and then stop have nothing talking. else to say. Stop playing. Stop playing. I just can't go there theologically. Uh-uh. <laughs> Get out of here. Uh-uh. You gonna walk up to me and tell me I'm your father. And I'm here to bring you home. And I'm gonna walk in the house and you ain't got the next thing I turn around. Dad, can you help? Daddy? Daddy? Dad? 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 You know, you know why so many people yell in their prayers? They don't think he hears them. If you don't, and if you've been taught he don't talk back, then the louder you, I don't yell at my daddy. My kids don't yell at me. They don't have to. They can get my attention off of a faint voice. It ain't got to be loud. And don't you think that's part of why he said, you need to understand something about me. I'll never leave you or forsake you. Ever. I am never more than a whisper away. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, <sighs> well, that just, that made my weekend right there. Just the, out of all of the different directions you could have gone in answering that question. That is the, the, the most beautiful. It's the first word. I still Nothing can't trouble. get over his I, first word. I'm not over it. And I would say that embodies this whole conversation. If you refuse to ever minimize one of his words mm -hmm. so much that you hold on to his first word probably makes sense you're going to hear a lot of other words because he isn't just the god who speaks he's the god who loves to speak facts well i just love spending time with you can i just <laughs> say that like I love we get spending to do this time with regularly. you. This is, I am regularly. a wealthy man because of the friends I have. And it is just fun to share the same addiction. Mm -hmm. I, I just, I could feel it the second we started talking. Mm -hmm. Like it, he, he was, the chair got pulled up quickly and it, it's just, I want to live like this, mm -hmm. not just for the rest of my life, mm -hmm. for eternity. Mm-hmm. I want to hear. Yeah. And I want to be surrounded by those yeah. who love to hear as well. Well, we love you so much. And this is just, thanks for joining this conversation and being a part of it. Mm -hmm. And yeah, we pray that, that the Holy Spirit would use it just to, to help you inch one inch closer mm. to his heart and to his mouth. If you are his child, you hear his voice. Press in this week. Yeah. Press in today. Yeah. There's something he wants you to hear. And don't be surprised if there's something he wants you to say to someone else to deliver the mail on his behalf. Prize his voice. Every word going back to the first. Pursue his heart. Stay in that book. And repeat mm -hmm. what you hear him say when he leads you to say it. I think 
those are pretty good tools yep. and tips mm-hmm. to help us all develop hearing ears and hearing hearts. We love you so much. Can't wait to see you next week. <laughs>